You know, there's actually one big thing about Joe Biden's demon speech that nobody's talking about. Uh, and I think it's because, well, they haven't figured it out yet. I have, though, and I'll tell you what that is here in just a minute. Welcome to Mark K. Saves the Republic. I hope you had a great weekend. I am currently, by the way, <laughs> I'm currently, right now, as we speak, I have plugged in my laptop computer, which is not working. It's totally dead. Uh, I guess the one day, usually when I go home for the weekend, I put my laptop computer on my desk. It's able to get through two days. But I guess that third day, that Labor Day, really just drained it all. The third day was too much for it. And now it's like, look, I, I can't I can't run on this much power. I'm going to bed. Uh, so I don't have my laptop. It's charging right now. Hopefully. Hopefully it'll come back online soon that I, so that I can actually publish this damn thing. Um, but I'm, it's, it's okay. We'll get to it. Well, that's my, that's my problem, not your problem. Actually, I guess it's your problem too, because if my laptop doesn't work, there's no podcast. Well, listen, if you're hearing this somewhere, wherever you listen to, uh, to podcasts, then guess what? Everything's working. We got it up and running. So we're good to go. Uh, listen, I hope you had a great long weekend. I apologize for no show yesterday, but you know, there's a lot going on at the household and the kids were home and we decided to take the break, but I did spend a lot of it working and uh, I did spend a lot of it, you know, going over stuff in my mind, reading the news. There was big news about Donald Trump's raid, the judge in in Florida uh, who he petitioned for a, a special master, granted that special master. And of course, you know, it's really interesting when when a federal judge that Barack Obama appointed to, uh, you know, to the court signs the search warrant. You never hear anything about it. You just hear federal judge sign search warrant, federal judge. Uh, releases redacted affidavit, all the federal judge, that's all you hear. It's an, it's an Obama judge. But when a Donald Trump appointee says, you know what, we need a special master for this whole thing because it's all, you know, fakakt, then um, all of a sudden it becomes a Trump judge, a political judge. This is just judges in Donald Trump's pocket. Of course, this judge is going to do what Donald Trump says. He He's he's the reason this, job, this uh, judge is sitting on the bench in the first place. So that's kind of where we are over the weekend. Now, the good news is that it stops the FBI and the DOJ dead in their tracks. They can no longer investigate anything. They have to stop looking at these documents. They have to allow the special master to come in and, you know, do their special master thing, whatever, whatever, whatever that may be. Hold on. Let me take a sip of my coffee. Mm. Um, you know, I imagine a special master, you know, when you think about it, special means means, you know, unique. And then master means really good at something. So they're going to bring in this unique person who's really good at, I don't know, looking at secret documents to go through and and decipher uh, what documents. Now, and this is important because there are a lot of documents, for example, that were between uh, Donald Trump and his attorneys, not just when he was president, but also his personal documents. And those are all attorney client privilege. There's uh, documents that were between Donald Trump and his advisors, and there's executive privilege involved in those. Then there's other documents that are top secret that, you know, these regular FBI dudes don't have the clearance to see these things. Um, So that makes it a little tricky. Then there's personal documents, health documents, which they weren't allowed to take. Uh, There's other notes and memos, which they weren't allowed to take. They have no business to, no right to have. There were the passports and things. And so this special master master is going to come in and basically uh, straighten it all out. And it's, it's great news for really democracy. It's great news for our republic. It's great news for your freedom. Uh, it means that there are still judges in this world who are not um, partisan. It still means that there are political actors in this in this country who realize, hey, you can't just use these government agencies to punish your political opponents and try to keep them from running because you're scared that you'll lose to them. Uh, Joe Biden is not the dictator of the world. 
he's the president and he can't just make a phone call to Merrick Garland or to Chris Ray and say, hey, take this guy out because he's polling better than I am. That's not how this system was uh, designed and that's not how it can work. So that is good news over the weekend. Something else that happened is we found out not only was Melania Trump's wardrobe um, totally dismantled and, and searched and, and, and you know, tra- prodded over by the FBI, which, by the way, I hear that she purchased a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> I heard that she went out and went on a shopping spree, which I would have done, too. You know, if the FBI's poking around in my drawers. I would uh, I would toss. I would take them all to Goodwill, maybe burn them. I don't know. But I would be like, it's, it's time to go shopping and get some get some new clothes. But you've got a whole new wardrobe just replaced everything. Because you know there you don't know what these FBI guys are doing or touching COVID. You don't know if there's bugs. You don't know what they're doing. I mean, there could be they could have put something in her seam so that they could overhear every conversation she had with uh, with her husband. The other thing we learned though is that Baron Trump's room, Baron Trump's room was also searched, and Baron Trump I believe is seventeen. 16 or 17 years old. He looks like, I mean, he's like 18 feet tall, but Baron Trump's room was seized or searched rather by the FBI. And that's quizzical because nobody, I mean, there's nothing in Baron's room of national security. Uh, I, I can't imagine that anyone that may have leaked information or anyone that was a whistleblower in this case, I can't believe they said, Oh, you know where the stuff is. Baron's you got to check out Baron's room. Uh, that's the place to go. I can't imagine there's anything in there that the FBI would have needed, but they searched it anyway. And that's really going to be tricky for them. It's going to cause a lot of angst and anxiety because Americans are now realizing, you know, this is, this is one-sided. For example, Baron Trump, as far as we know, has never, uh, done drugs or solicited prostitutes. Uh, Baron Trump, as long, as far as we know, has never taken a photo of him weighing crack cocaine uh, on any kind of scale. Baron Trump, there's no nude photos of Baron Trump rolling around out there. Again, as far as we know, I haven't done my due diligence, but I'm just, yeah, I haven't seen him yet. I imagine if they were there, we'd have all seen them. Um, I There's also no, oh, Baron Trump never left a laptop computer at a repair shop that was seized by the FBI and contains valuable information of national security importance, including potential emails that could um, that could implicate his father, a.k.a. the president, in some kind of massive uh, scandal where he sold influence, political influence to communist dictators and governments that are unfriendly to the United States of America. As far as I know, Barron Trump has not done that. Um, but there is somebody who has. Hunter Biden has done that. And Hunter Biden has never been searched or seized or raided or prodded or poked uh, by the FBI. And the FBI has never gone through Hunter Biden's room. The FBI has a laptop which contains all kinds of ridiculously bad stuff on it. And they've never thought to search Hunter Biden's abode, his hotel rooms, his, his art studio. I don't even know. I don't even know where he is anymore. But he's never been the scrutiny of an FBI. No Obama judge or Trump judge has ever signed off on a warrant to search Hunter Biden's place. And that's troubling. That's going to be bad news for the Democrats. People are going to realize this. They're going to realize that they're going after an innocent 17-year-old boy just because his dad's Donald Trump. And they're they're ignoring a 50-year-old drug addict, sex addict, drunken, debauched, racist, potential criminal uh, because his dad is the president. Because his dad's Joe Biden. And that's just not... And that's not something that I think is going to sit well with Americans. And I don't think it's going to sit well with Americans on either side of the aisle. Although 
Those Democrats are crazy. They'll hate anybody for any reason. That's for true. Um, all right. So th- which brings us back to this whole question about Joe Biden, this speech, because Joe Biden is trying to paint a picture of the here's what I think happened. Joe Biden, he he wanted Donald Trump not to run really badly. So they got the FBI, they got the DOJ, they sent him over to Mar-a-Lago. He told some lies about not knowing about the raid. The raid went down. I think that they thought that the uh, the photo of the redacted um, you know documents or the redacted document itself, and then these photos that they released later on to try to protect themselves with the top secret information that they supposedly found. I think they thought that was going to do the trick. Um, that was going to just discredit Donald Trump. The problem is it didn't. And it it rarely ever does, especially when the Democrats are the ones attacking, because we all know the animosity and hatred the Democrats have. It's not based in it's not based in truth or justice or finding out if there if, you know, something bad has happened that could potentially hurt the United States of America. No, it's all about stopping Donald Trump in his tracks. They don't want him to have any further political involvement in this country because they're scared of him. And that's what they're trying to do. It's very evident. It's very transparent. I mean, everyone can see it whether they choose to admit it or not. But that when you when you couple that with this speech, I think this speech was the second part. You know, they're all sitting around going, well, the damn raid didn't work. The damn documents didn't work. Now we've got a special map. Okay, we're going to have to, we're going to have to pull out the, Joe, you're going to have to give a demon speech at Independence Hall. Just get up there and blame half the country and tell them that they're white supremacist, racist extremists. Just go do that. It'll be fine. No, everyone will, everyone will think it's good. No, you'll, you'll be, this will do it. This will do it. Impeachment one didn't do it. The Mueller report didn't do it. Impeachment two didn't do it. The raid on the FBI headquarters didn't do it. All the January 6th committee hearings that went on and on that. None of that did it. This guy's still polling at 70% for the Republican primary. So it's still, you got to do something. Go out there. Give the demon speech the way we practiced. Call all of MAGA extremists. Call all the Republicans that voted for Donald Trump uh, losers. Tell them they're bad for the Republic. Tell them that they're they're. They are horrible people, and that should do it. That should that should really turn the tide toward our favor. Um, but I think the I think something else is true that Joe Biden, whether he knows it or not, I think after the speech he realized he's not running. I think before the speech he realized he's not running. This was his this was his jumping off of the cliff to save uh, uh, Black Widow. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, uh, that's what Black Widow actually jumps off the cliff to save Hawkeye, but Hawkeye wants it. So I guess he's Black Widow jumping off the cliff to save Hawkeye. And it's uh, I think what happens is um, he knows that he's got to take one for the team here. This you don't give a speech like this if you're hoping to get support for your your party or for your rather your election campaign. You don't give a speech like that and say, hey, all of you people are horrible and expect to go in and, and get enough votes and enough of these purple and, and toss-up states to win the presidency again. You don't do that. So either he knows he's not running again. They've already told him. It's already been explicitly explained to him. You're not running again, so now you need to go out there and chastise half of the voting public in America on our behalf. Um, or or the other thing could be that he uh, it, he knows he's not running again, Wait, hold on. What did I just say? He knows he's not running again. Sorry. So he went out there and he did to do this speech. Or the other thing is he thinks he's running again. But after giving this speech and seeing the reaction to it, he now knows it's over. Uh, This these images, these demonic, these tyrannical, these fascist images, the memes that have come out after this speech, the quotes 
about Americans, the quotes about MAGA Republicans, the quotes about half of the country, the, the fallout, the backlash has just been awful. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Joe Biden, whether he knew going into this speech, okay, guys, I'm, I'm following my sword for you, or he figured it out afterward that they set him up to take the fall. Either way, um, it's destroyed his career. And there's no way he'll be able to run as a viable candidate. I mean, let's face it, that was a slim shot anyway. But there's no way he'll be able to run as a viable candidate ever again for any position, uh, let alone president of the United States. Okay, good news. My laptop is all charged up. So I should be able to I should be able to do this thing now. I'm excited. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to listen to the show. Now, we were going to do a locals today, too. We we're going to do a live locals after the show, a, a post-show podcast, however, or a post-show live stream. However, Hannah called in sick, so she's not here today. And I don't know if you just want to hear me blather out. So maybe we'll postpone it. Um, we'll t- I'll, let me think about that. Maybe we'll do a vote on the, uh, maybe we'll do a vote and we'll see what everyone says. Okay. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. I'm going to go do the rest of the show and uh, I will, don't forget to share this with anyone that you like. Don't forget to, to post this on your social media. If you know somebody who's, who needs a little, you know, nudge in the right direction, or maybe thinks, ah, Biden's not that bad a guy. Send them this podcast right now and make them listen to it. Um, they'll thank you in the end. And so will I. In fact, I'll thank you right now. Thank you.